It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. It is one of the final two Go Birds podcasts before the Philadelphia Eagles make a selection, and we're talking about kits before the show. We are, as always. Well, I asked James, so yeah, today so, there's a reason to t- tune into the YouTube the pre-show. When we do it live. You can, maybe you can call see it. if you're watching it. See the kit that he's wearing. Turn to the camera there, Elliot. Look at the kit, as he said. I thought he said kid at first. So he goes, I think you would notice guess, I have a kid yeah, on. He goes, guess how long this kit that I'm, how old this kit I'm wearing is. And I'm like, you're wearing a kid? Oh, yeah. kit. Yes. The Jersey. T, the T Jersey. pronunciation yes. was not great. Yes. It is from 1993. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, so he, was, here's the part that I was confused made by. made 30 years I ago. I thought you owned it 30 years ago. No, I no, thought no. maybe it was your dad's or something. No. You just bought an old jersey. I bought an old one. Yeah. Why? Why would you buy an old jersey? Because it's like a cool collectible. It's like, you know. They make retro jerseys but, but imagine, with new materials. But imagine if you could buy, now I don't know who would want this, but a Wilt Chamberlain jersey from when he played. <laughs> but that's not an actual player no, jersey. No, it's not. But, it, so but the cool that, part the is. The only reason you want it is because Wilt used it. So like it. Mitchell and Ness, right? Mitchell and Ness makes jerseys with the yes. same fabric that they used in 19, whenever the jersey was okay. made. A lot of replicas like that are made today are not made with the same fabric and like. That type of thing. So, like, let's say Reggie White, for example. The Eagles sell a ton of Reggie White jerseys in the store. They are not made with the same, unless it's Mitchell no, and Ness. I wouldn't want the fabric from well, Nike. Cool, it's the, like the it's like fabric. owning an original record. I guess would be a way to <laughs> but put it's, it. But it, yeah, I guess like like you know a record that you could say this was actually produced, like an original Beatles record or uh-huh. Queen, to be honest. Uh-huh. Yeah, Queen. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um. All right. Well, I'm happy you're 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 30 What's year a old. Big game today. Oh, I don't even know. Is that who's? Is it's that Leeds? Leeds? Yeah. Oh, is it? so if they, oh, this is the one you were telling me. That. So you were telling no, me this is the re, re, like that was the, a different one that I didn't buy, unfortunately. No, no, but I'm saying the game today. You were telling oh, yeah, me about yeah. this is the game against the team right below yes, them. Yes, that they and have if, to if win. If they today. win, they'll be in good shape. If they yeah. lose, they're in a lot of trouble. Relegation would never work in American sports, but it is no. really cool. Oh, I think it's amazing. It's one of the best things it's in sports. Unbelievable. It could never work here because of obviously like stadiums and right. cities and and infrastructure. You know, minor league team just can't become a major league team right. infrastructure wise. But I think relegation. What bigger? What bigger? Like you know, thing are you fighting it's for than not getting demoted? Yeah. I will say though. So this happened uh, it was a couple years ago that Leeds almost got. It was last well, year. It was last, last year. year. Last so, day of the, the one season. of my most vivid conversations that I remember with you was you trying to convince yourself that it wouldn't be that bad. Well, I'm fully you there now. There, he's like, I'm fully well, there now. Yeah. It'd be weekday games, and I could yeah, watch yeah, them yeah. early, yeah. and that would be pretty cool. They'd win, which it would be was, nice. It, honestly, one of the sadder things. Yeah. I've been involved well, I'm in there was again. seeing you like going through right. it and trying to convince yourself. Hey, be too bad. So one more quick note, actually. <laughs> I know it was good. sad. It was. it was. so sad. One more quick note. Uh, so I don't know if, have you watched the Wrexham show with- uh, I have not. I need to. Okay. I've, I've heard it's great. So I love them. For those that don't know, uh, Ryan Reynolds Ryan. and- um, McElhinney. Say his name again? Rob McElhinney. Rob McElhinney, yeah. Um, <laughs> Rob McElhinney. So they bought a team in, I think it's in Wales. It's the third oldest soccer club in, you know, like, I guess the world. But- <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so they're, you're they're in the too. fifth division, and the whole story is about them trying to get them promoted. And I won't spoil it for anybody that might watch. 
But a cool story, someone that listens to Go Birds DM'd me and invested in a small football club overseas, much like Ryan Get out of here. Yeah. Like, so it was That's wild. Like cool. he, sh- he showed me the team. He went over there and watched him play. So, I mean, look, Leeds is my team. I think if this guy's a certified auto-downloader real one, That's our team. we might have to adopt I them. I kind of right. love this. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I can, fully in on yeah, them. It was I mean, really I don't cool. have a team. So yeah, they no, would be, I mean, look, if he wants to send us kits, we would yeah, wear them on the it, pod. It, oh, sure. I'll be my, it will be my first kit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I look, we'll... This is more of a after draft thing, but maybe this could be our team. Well, I did. They're excellent stories. They bought it for two and a half million dollars. I know. I wonder what it's worth. I was just reading about it. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, I can try to find the name of this team. I mean, they added over a million social media followers. They tripled season ticket purchases, signed sponsorships with Expedia and TikTok and all this stuff. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable. They really did something here. It's it's pretty wild. Well, what's crazy about it, too, is so, like, whatever, we can move on to the draft. Yeah, we can move on. They just going from the fifth to the fourth is on like let's talk about what we care about. So it's a yes. big deal. Yeah. It's a massive deal for them. Yeah. So okay. All right. Um, so let's get into what's really important. And I need to start the pot off because we're gonna get into predicting the first ten picks of the draft, getting to the Eagles pick. And we're also gonna tell you because we've talked a lot of Bijan, Jalen Carter, well, I, Will Anderson, all this. Let stuff. me say one quick thing. Yes. We literally drove to Parks this past week and we're talking about like the draft, the pod, the offseason, and we said to ourselves, we have to remember at the beginning of the pods. To tell people to auto download. Oh yeah, <laughs> auto download. So yes, listen, look at you. Listen, buddy. guys, you just had to jump in there. I will say just really quick, and then we—I promise we'll do draft stuff. Also, the name of the team is the Dorking Wanderers. Oh, what a name! Yeah, so I, I think we're in dorking. on that as the official go. We're dorks. Team. That works. Yeah. Out well. So, uh, very generous of people will often DM us and say like, "How can we help out with the pod?" Mm-hmm. You know, like people listen a lot. We have a community. All these things. Here's how you can help us out hit the auto-download button so that when we drop an episode, you get it first and it is downloaded to your phone right away. It's going to be a lot of episodes over the next few days. We're going to have one actually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, if you think about it. Uh, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Every day. I mean, I, mean, are, I guess depending what they do. Friday will be late night, yeah, but I'm Thursday, saying- Thursday, maybe not during the day. We're not going to drop- like thir- It might be late night Thursday, oh, early Friday. Friday. Say, so yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It yeah. depends on how it plays out right. and all that. But like during the day on Thursday, we correct. Probably, so I'm sure Elliot will be all over the station and we'll Yeah, there'll be all types there. of yes. stuff. So that's how you can help us. Like this is our plea. Hit the auto-download button. It helps us. Yeah, be an auto-downloader. Be an auto-downloader. That's the important it's a, thing. It's a cool thing to be. You can, you know, you can say it when you see us and all that, so- <laughs> wanted to make sure we, we got that off. I will say, when people say auto-download to me, I mean, it does. It it's matters, awesome, right? It matters. Yeah. yeah. I it's like, another I level like, of fandom. Honestly, I'll like you more. Yeah. If I meet you and you say I'm an auto-downloader, I'll like you more. Like, I agree. It's just what it is. It's and he'll probably a, give you a hug. I will give James you a hug. James gives good if hugs. If you want a hug. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm always ready for a hug, right. buddy. You know that. All uh, right. Draft? Yes. Okay, good. Because I had a whole thing I was going to do there. I know. You were right. No, I appreciate it. This is not a complaint. Didn't want to get too much further. Good work by you. We did have that conversation. We did. Inside baseball, that actually happened. Yeah, we forgot. Hey, we got to remember to do this. Yes. And we forgot. Elliot didn't forget or right away. He remembered it close enough. Eventually. Good job by you. Um, All right. Now, can I do my thing? Do your thing. Okay. So we're going to predict the 10 picks. We're going to, you know, see how we think it's going to go. And we're also going to tell you, because we've talked so much about Bijan and Jalen Carter and all these guys we want, we're going to tell you. Who we don't want. Yeah, who we don't who want them to take. If you want to hear a bummed out post-draft Go Birds pod, that's the pick that'll happen. But I need to start here. And it, it's, I like personally, I feel like I can't, I, at seven minutes, I honestly wanted to lead the pod with it, but you know, we Go do our it. thing and all that. All right, and then not a dollar. Right, right, right. Earmuffs. Uh-oh. One, two, three. Fuck you, Peter King, Ooh. for stealing my thunder <laughs> on Saturday. I oh, say yes, I expect right. Nolan Smith to be the Eagles pick. It's like, oh, wow, unique player, fits all his stuff. Yep. Then on Sunday, Peter freaking King, clearly listening to the show, obviously puts out his final mock drive like Nolan Smith, the Eagles. And now everyone's like, oh, Peter King has Nolan Smith, the Eagles. No, well, I had Nolan Smith <laughs> to the Eagles. Peter King jumped on my back. You're welcome, Peter. Come on board. I just wanted to be known that you were when first. the Eagles draft Nolan Smith, it was your call. It was my call. Agreed. Not Peter King's call. Important clarifier. I had to get that out. I mean, this is just a long-standing tradition of Go Bird saying something first, yep. and then everybody jumping, jumping on, on it after subconsciously. Yeah. I mean, Peter King obviously must be a listener. He, oh, he's listening. He yeah. Probably, you know, we were on the radio that day. Yeah, just so you just at me, Peter. Probably driving it's all good. Philly. I agree. And look, I will say, and I made I've made it clear over the last two days. I've planted my flag. I think they're going to draft Bijan. Number two for me would probably be Nolan. Oh, I like, like I am it. right there with Welcome you on board. just terms of like position, availability. Not to be clear, wouldn't 
Well, it might be my number two pick. I'm saying my my number two and who I think is most what you likely think will to happen. Pick. Right? Yeah. But I do like Nolan Smith. Like I, I think he's I will flawed. Not be upset. All these things. I will not but, be upset if they pick Nolan yeah. Smith. I like him more than you know, like Luke Vaness and Miles Murphy guys. is debatable. We'll get to those guys. Yeah. Let's not get you know. Well, that's the let's yeah. not bury the lead too much here. Mm. Uh, all right. Um, so I just had to get that off my chest. I apologize. The F.U. Peter King was probably a little aggressive. No, I mean, look. If you just clip that by itself. Sounds bad. A little aggressive, but, but it, I apologize. It's it said with, with Especially love. Especially to a Goldberg's listener. Yeah, I mean, so that's Peter a good listens. point. That was rude of me. Well, is he Peter, an auto-downloader? Good question. Good I question. would hope so. My guess is he isn't. I feel like no auto-downloader would not credit me in a that good, spot. That's a good point. You yeah. know, if you were going to steal my pick and get him in like, yeah. Linked. Like my, my, my favorite radio host James Seltzer said I'm going to pick Nolan no something back. like that yeah you know, I agree I'm not asking for too much here just a little just a little credit we're due yeah you know, that's what it is <laughs> I agree <laughs> okay let's get in the draft we're going to go one through nine and, and then, we'll then we'll be on the board with around. the Eagles we'll say what we think they're going to do if the situation plays out that way and we're also going to say who the hell we don't want, we them, don't to want take. them to take yes. well so let me ask you this first please like, do you think there is going to be a run on quarterbacks at the top because so, I think that decides it changes so everything. much it's so fascinating yeah. And we do this every year. We look at the mock drafts. We they're like gospel. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, he's a he's a top ten guy. Yeah, right? and then guys fall. Look it, at it Malik Willis. Plays out that way. Look it's at Malik Willis. Play. Like Andre Dillard was in the top ten of every mock draft that yeah. year. Every single one. It's like, oh, 22, He's there. Oh, what a what a steal! The Eagles got him. Yeah. So I uh, I just I I'm trying to keep cautioning myself. Remind. It's like the whole like Phillies thing, right? Where everyone's like, oh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, relax. It's a long right. seat, long seat. I, same thing here. I'm always like, don't listen to the mock drafts. They're not always going to be right. They're going to be misses. And every year I'm like, oh my goodness, how did he fall? Yeah. You know? So where, where I fall on it a few days out, and it's crazy it's only two or three days, yeah. but where I fall on it is I think there is going to be a run on defensive players. Oh, no. And oh, here's yeah. why I think why that. Why are you doing that? <laughs> well, I just think the deep. So, so how many quarterbacks go before so the I Eagles? So I think Bryce Young goes number one. That I'm I think that's happening. That. I agree. I kind of think Tyree Will Tyree Wilson's going to go number two. You think he's going to jump Will Anderson? Yeah. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of smoke out there about wow. it. Wow, that's a wow. I know, and I'm not as big on Tyree Wilson, but if there was a quote, and I think it was either Peter King or Albert Breer, where they they were talking about it was quoting a scout, and it was saying Will Anderson is a double, and Tyree Wilson is a is like a swing for the fences. First of all, it was an anonymous quote. Sounds like something Howie would say. Just, <laughs> it does. Like baseball reference, swing for the fences. Like those are like key Howie quotes yeah. for what it's worth. Yeah. But who knows? But anyway, I don't know. It just seems like like you see a lot of it. Tyree Wilson's one that's kind of flown under the radar, at least around here. I kind of think he goes number two. I know Will Levis ends up, uh, uh, his odds have gone up in terms the Will of- Will Levis thing has probably been the most interesting, yeah. like the draft, storyline to follow uh, nationally speaking of this whole last month this pre- like right. the jump that he's had and kind of going from like is he a first rounder end of first round or maybe all of a sudden number two to or, number yeah. two like love, number one they're saying i don't like, think he's gonna go number one i don't but, either but like i think it's I, I i believe will levis will be the second quarterback taken and i would not have said that three days i think ago. you might be right now again i think cj stroud's the best one i do too i i've said that forever i thought before this whole process oh yeah, I started think he's better than bryce all right so i like him more than anyone panthers number one bryce young okay we agree on texans that. number two <sighs> so i said so for the listeners so they know like i said elliot's leading the way on these first nine yeah I but mean, i want you to partake I'm gonna, I'm gonna here yeah be involved right. i will i will i will veto a pick if i need to but Let's decide this one together. Do we want to put Will Levis there? Because keep in mind, there's a trade-up in all those things. Yeah. I think that ultimately, when it's all said and done, I think a quarterback goes second. Okay. So let's put let's put Will Levis there. Okay. Number three, Cardinals. Now, this is where I think they either trade back or do but, something but, but wild. But if, Lev- if two quarterbacks have gone already, I mean, the Colts at four are going to take a quarterback. You would, you know, I mean, 90% not. How could they not? How could they not? And who knows if you don't like the guy, maybe. But let's put a let's put a defensive player at three. At so Will Anderson at three. Will Anderson at I three. I think it's more. I know there's smoke with Tyree Wilson. I think Will Anderson is still the first defensive player on the. Off. Okay, I I agree with that. Number four, especially because I generally I think like you hear a lot of smoke, and then like right near the draft, you hear a lot of different stuff, and I yeah. generally feel like more often than not, there's more smoke right next to the draft than there is the month before. Right, and all draft, Will Anderson's been considered been the, the guy. top guy. Yeah. All right, C.J. Stroud. Let's put him at four to the Colts. I agree. Okay. Although, you know, it could be Anthony Richardson. but <sighs> That'd be such a mistake. I but, agree. Yeah. I agree. I just think Shane, Shane, knowing Shane Steichen, too, like, C.J. Stroud seems more of his guy. You know, like, I mean, Anthony pass. Richardson's a way better athlete, though. 
I mean, but not way Stroud better, but can run. Not like not well, like Richardson. Not like Anthony I agree. Richardson. Like, I agree. And, and Sykin coming from Hurts, who knows? You know? Yeah. Look, and I, they did sign Minshew. I would take Stroud. Okay, let's put Stroud for. That's fine. This, all right. So, I don't. I do think Stroud's going to fall though. Maybe not, but there's just well, so you, much smoke. You brought up this thing about the um, S two test. Is it called? I don't remember what it was. I just was shocked at. It how was low. a test that essentially. And I'm it very like loosely co- paraphrasing cogni- here. It was a cognitive right, but it was more test. about. It wasn't. It was like processing. Yeah, it was stuff. processing. Yes. And apparently, he scored really low on it. Now, someone comes out yesterday and says, basically, that's not true. Who knows? Whatever. I, I would I, take CJ. I still Again, think CJ Stroud is going to go higher. With the corollary that I have said ever since Jalen Hurts, I will never, ever, ever, ever. I'll try and right. evaluate other positions like a quarterback. Like unless I'm in a room with the guy, I can never truly know. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, all right, I think Jalen Carter goes five. Then I do not think Jalen. I don't think Jalen Carter is going by five. Way too much right. room to Seahawks. John Schneider is the exact type of GM who would take him, unless Tyree Wilson goes there. Interesting. I think yeah. So so here's the question. So let's say let's let's make it Jalen Carter. Or, or let's make it Tyree Wilson. Actually, more uh, either or, whatever. This is how we trade up to six. Is the one. So here's what I'd say about Jalen Carter. I'm not as sure as I used to be that they would definitely take him. Wow. Just you know, we'll see, right? Like I used to think he was like number one on their board. I I don't think that. I I think if if Howie could have his dream scenario on Thursday night, I think it would be Will Anderson. I mean, please. Right. Yeah, yeah, my hands are in prayer right now. That would be my dream. Or After you could this argue, whole process. Because, I, you know, I wanted Jalen Carter. That was my Jalen Carter, you know, and I still would take him. I've not been scared off enough. Right. But, but if I had Will Anderson and Jalen Carter on the board, if I, you know, trade up to five and they're both there and you have a choice, whatever it is, I would take Will Anderson. I think I would too. I've come, I've changed around on that. Mm-hmm. So I would, yeah. So, I, all right. Five, we're going to go Jalen Carter. Six then. Is that where Tyree Wilson goes, I guess? It has That's, to be, right? The other interesting thing that I think has happened over the last few days, and we're about to get to the Eagles pick, but there's been a lot of reporting that Paris Johnson yeah, Jr. and that. Devin Witherspoon are thought of way higher in league circles yeah, than Albert on Yeah, Albert had that report, yeah. and he's like, these are the two guys who are going, where they're going in the mock drafts, who are going to go. He said he said they're going in the top 10, right. is what he said. And it kind of makes sense when you think about Arizona it. Arizona at three, he said, could take Paris Johnson. I know, but, but it makes sense when you think about it, because if Paris Johnson's the best offensive lineman in the draft. No doubt. Then it makes and, and he you know, is. I, the, you've, he is been, you've been hammering this, but yeah. like the whole Skaronsky thing, it's like, look at these two guys. Like, yeah. how could you possibly take the like? One can play tackle and one can't. Well, so one's a freaking elite athlete and the other's and not. Yes, like, I, it, yeah. It's, I saw something yesterday projecting whether or not Skaronsky be able to move into center. <laughs> so not going well for Skaronsky. Um, Scalari, excuse us. Yeah, Scalari. So correct. sorry. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So, so I think sorry. I think now at this point we have all three ed- all three defenders off the board in terms of Carter, Will Anderson, and uh, Tyree Wilson. Not going Wilson. well for the Eagles. Not going. Devin Witherspoon off the board. Fine with that. So wait, we'll wh- talk where did Witherspoon go? We, we already I, took I him think, off the board. I think either the Lions or the Raiders. So you think he goes seven? Let's make yeah, him seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Paris oh, Johnson. That's the Raiders is seven. Yeah. So no, then no, Paris no. Johnson eight. So we're going seven and eight. Some order of Johnson and Witherspoon. Yes. Okay. Now here's the question: Do you think Nolan Smith gets past the Falcons? Aren't the Falcons eight? Did we miss? Oh, six and seven. Were yeah. Okay. Um, well, so the Falcons are a really interesting one. I know a lot of Eagles fans with the where the the conversation has been. Bijan. It's been a Bijan thing, and there have been a lot of mocks with it. Bijan at eight and all that. It's a fascinating one. Um, but again, Nolan Smith has been mocked there too, and especially recently, that's been like a newer. Yeah. Now. Ooh, look. Um, I I think it. I, so I have a read on this if you want to. Please, hear it. yes, I defer to you. I, I think all the Bijan to Falcon smoke is back 
backs up the idea that the Eagles really like Bijan. And this is oh, this is so the Falcons I, thinking you might have to, if you really want him, you might have to move up. Well, that's really look, and I don't think the Eagles would. But. I, I the Falcons are not a well-run team, mm-hmm. so I mean, Bijan nev- makes so you never know. No sense. That's for them. my that's where I was right. going. It's like they're not a well-run team, so they might do it because they're right. not a well-run team. But like that would be a a disastrous terrible decision. and for Bijan too. I mean for the yeah for Bijan right. too. I mean that that team has holes all over the field. Like they should take Christian Gonzalez or whatever. I mean that's what they should. Right. That type of thing. Or an offensive lineman or a defense or, I mean, they, 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 they don't even yeah. have a quarterback. Yeah, they have a quarterback. Like Desmond you can't Ritter. take a running I mean unless you're the Giants. You can't take a running back if you don't have a uh, a quarterback. Like if Stroud's still there, which is certainly possible, like they won't, but they should take CJ. I don't Stroud. get why there's not more smoke for Anthony Richardson going there. Because they're they're the it seems like the perfect place for him. Like it's in. First of all, he went to Florida, not that far from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Like he's a developmental guy. They're not expected to win. I don't know. Playing in a dome with his athleticism. Eleven are going to take a quarterback. I think. All right, number nine. I actually think this is where Skaronski goes. Really, to the Bears? Yeah. I mean, they need offensive line help. They got to do something for Fields. I yeah. think the Bears. Whatever, I think this is for Fields in a way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 I'm right. saying whatever the Bears do at nine. Like I know there's been Jalen Carter buzz and all that. Like I would be surprised if the Bears don't do something offensive. Yes, I don't think they'll take Jackson Smith and uh, Enigba. I'm trying to get. I think it right. it's Enigba, but I'm not okay. sure. Um, JSN, buddy. JSN. JSN. All right. I normally don't like to do the nickname I know for you hyphens. Don't. I know but you don't. I know you J- don't. So I don't think they take JSN just because. They just traded for Chase Claypool. I, mean, I don't know. Real quick, real quick. It's pretty funny that you just said, I don't normally like to do the nickname for hyphens when you are well-known as ESP. But I don't, but like, I don't, in, I look, I'm not saying I don't endorse it. You don't endorse it. it. Oh, no, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Hold but up, again, hold like, up. We'll get back to Draft Dog. I had no idea you're not an ESP guy. Well, I'm fine with it and I like it. I just think oftentimes with people with hyphenated names, people do the shortness thing when like, you don't really, like, you don't call, like, you're not JS. You're right. You know, but you do do it for people like MJ. You know, what I mean, MJ like, is one of them. Yes. Yeah. You, there are those. I think the right initials work yes. for that. It just it it's happens more like J Jaw. It happens more sure. often with hyphenated sure. people. Yeah, because it's a long. It's day. like in Kirby enthusiasm where Larry David so acts like bald people are prosecuted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a little. It's like uh, I'm a hyphen. I I'm defend. I'm say, like say the whole name. Defensive. Yeah. Say the whole name. Okay. Which is ironic because I can't pronounce Jackson. It is pretty ironic. Whatever. What do you think about the nickname the hyphen back in the day? I liked it. I thought that was a good. Yeah, I like the hyphen. I wish it had got more. Trash, more it's a, yeah, I still get it every once in a while. It's a good one. The yeah, it's a strong. good one. All right, anyway. All right, to. so now we're sitting at 10. Okay, so we, we went with Skaronsky to 9. Yes. Is that just because you didn't want to have to pick him for the well, Eagles? No, I'm I think the, the first nine exercise is just an example of what we think could happen. Now let's just talk about number 10. Yes. Just, you know. So in you, this case, do, who did we have the Falcons taking? Well, I'm saying forget who's off the board. Let's just talk okay, in general. Okay, okay, okay. Good, that good, was good. just an exercise to think okay, who, good, we, good, who good, might good. be All right, there, so do right? we want to talk about the situation of the guys we want now or get to who we don't want? Don't want. Okay. So do you want my player? And I <laughs> might have the same one. But so I texted Elliot last night and I said, hey, we need to do the player we don't want. Because yeah. we talk so much about the players we want. And it's because I have one player I don't want the most. I mean, I would assume Skoronsky, but No. Okay. Lucas Van Ness is the player. Okay. I do yeah, not I mean, want the most. I do not want that guy. And I'm talking of guys who might go, who've right. been mocked to the Eagles a lot, like in the right range. Well, what's of interesting is Peter King had him like, I think, 24. Really? I, I could be wrong. But uh, for the most part, we've seen a lot of mocks of Lucas yeah, Van Ness. Yeah, no, he's been. I, I don't want him. I don't want him. Like, he just feels like a freaking loser to me. I don't know why. And it was powerful and all that. Like, look, the name is, no offense to the name, but let's be real, it's not a great yeah, football uh, name. Uh, uh, the uh, Jack Fritz name test. Fails. Failing with flying colors. Not a uh, not an offensive lineman from Iowa. I'm out. Yeah. I don't want an Iowa player unless they're an offensive lineman. That's it. I'm not drafting an Iowa player. I hate Iowa. I'm just not a fan. Sorry. There it is. Out on Iowa. Right. Hate everything about it except the the children's hospital thing with the football games. That's Very cool. really cool. And any auto downloaders and real ones that. from there. And if you went to Iowa, I'm a fan of you. Okay. Hate Iowa. Just out. So just out. But I, just in all seriousness, like Lucas Van Net, like if we're talking about on draft night. And with the tenth pick in the uh, 2023 yeah, draft, the whole thing is like Lucas Van Ness, right? Like that will be the biggest like deflating feeling that I could have. So uh, again, unless they pick someone, I'm you know, oh god, the Marcus Smith. You well, know, all right. So I co-sign everything you're saying. I'm not a fan of his. We've talked about this. I don't like that he won with power in college because you're going up against. The most powerful guys in the Yes, sport. exactly. Yes, right. Every, so every so that I don't like when, when you know, look, I watch video of him. I'm not going to act like I'm like breaking down his technique. But the thing you read about him is he doesn't have a ton of pass rush moves. Here would be my one. Especially after Jordan Davis last year. It's Correct. like, now this guy, yeah. Here would be my one 
argument for it. Wow. I wouldn't do it. Was but not the, expecting the this. One, the one thing I do like. ESP LVN. I know. Buddies. I know. I know. The one thing, and he doesn't even use a hyphen. Well, actually, I was going to ask you, like, how do you feel about people with well, middle- I think Van doesn't really do that, Yeah, right? I agree. With middle names- but that, It's not a middle name, I No, no, think. no, whatever. Like, uh, yeah, it's a full- Right. But how do you feel about three-name people without the hyphen? Is, I, guess I think it's I'm probably saying. a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just do the hyphen. Yeah, do the hyphen. Um, like that. I do kind of like, I do like that he's projected to be able to move inside if needed. Just throwing that out there. I would not draft him. I would- Maybe not even take him at 30. I'd consider him, I guess. But if you want to talk but about- if he doesn't have pass rush moves, how's he moving outside? No, no. I'm saying he's projected to be on the outside right. full time. Yeah. But one thing the Eagles like to do my is po- move their guys inside. Right. And he's Maybe projected the inside, to do he's that. a better pass rusher. My point is like, why are you drafting a guy outside who doesn't pass rush moves? I agree with you on yes. that. Yes. I just, I do like the idea of him being able to go inside. That's the only thing I'm saying. I would not draft him. But when, when I read about him and why he makes sense for the Eagles, the fact that he can move inside- I think is a positive. Sure, sure. That, that's all I'm saying. Sure, I guess so. Okay, so here would be here'd be my. I'll group them together. But guys, I don't want them to take it. Well, we know Skaronsky. Skaronsky. We know you've well, made that let, very let me, clear. Let me quickly do the the offensive line thing. Actually, so I think we've actually gotten to a point where we're overvaluing, in a sense, offensive line. Wow. Attack. I understand. I understand it's submarine in the Eagles' philosophy. <laughs> here, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Before we get to your to your okay before we get into your the players elliot doesn't want coming up let me do a little business here all right go for it because it's a great time of year for sports and for the bet parks words we got uh baseball golf action there's so much action going on we got the pro hoops playoffs got a big soccer game today. which has been amazing a former sixer at a pretty good game last night you know no big, oh yeah no yeah. big deal well, what's like- crazy is so i was texting with my friend and i was i was like man the bucks are looking good and he was like i think the heat are gonna win this game and i'm like they were down like 12 at that point. I'm like, well, you should bet it then. What is it? And it was plus 1,300. Did he bet it? Did not bet it. See? But See? But still, like, wish That's I, yeah, what wish, I'm talking about. Those yeah. are opportunities. If you're watching it and you feel like someone's going to win, and you can get those type of odds. Live, live plus 1,300. Yeah. is an amazing deal. And you can do all that more with the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. It's the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. It's the only sportsbook app that we hear at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. You had golf every weekend, pro baseball, basketball playoffs, like we were just talking about, MMA, hockey playoffs, so much action, live in game betting, same game parlays, a blast. We love those. You can bet on more than the score, player performances, home runs, strikeouts in baseball, rebounds, assists, points and hoops, and so much more. And here's the deal all new users, if you bet $10, you get $125. Mm. In Sportsbook bonus, if your first bet wins, betparks.com has the terms, conditions, new users, and winning bets only. Sports bonus must be wagered once. See website for details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Ohio. Gambling problem, go on Andrew Gambler. So recently, me and James had the opportunity to do a Zoom with Window Nation. Shout out to Eric. And let me say something. During the call, we were joking about how throughout the pod, I've always been afraid of stuff breaking in my house, mm-hmm. right? Like whether it was rain in my old house or, you know, I'm having a siding issue on my new house, although I've emotionally recovered from it, but whatever, we can get into that another time. But what was nice about it is, I will say, getting to meet the people that work there has reassured me of how I will without question use window nation if I ever have a window problem. And I think that what scares me often about getting my house fixed is not knowing who I can get to fix it and feeling like if something breaks, I'm going to have to figure it all out on the fly. Mm -hmm. You know, like, who do I call? I just moved into the city. Will they do a good job? Will it be overexpensive? Will it not? My experience of speaking Window Nation has made me feel better about it. So what I would say to the Go Go Birds people is trust Window Nation. As we always say, uh, me and James' ultimate dream is to say, Go Birds sent you. We can confidently say... Go Birds feels good sending you to Window Nation. And it's not just a feeling. When you look at what they sent us and also just what they've done, 96% of visits where they come to fix something require no return visit for fixing. So 96% fixed perfectly right away. Uh, they've done over 2 million windows. He was saying that they're, the people that go into houses to fix windows go through like some absurd amount of training. I forget what the exact number was. But yeah, it was it was, it was, uh, it was significant. I, 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 yeah. I want to say it was 20 years, but that sounds wrong. No, no, the guy had worked, like there was one year of work there for 20 right, years. Right, it least. was, yeah. anyway, so they go through a ton of training, 96% problem fixed right there, buy two windows, get two free, and this is really the craziest part, but we've talked about it all the time. Zero interest for five years. So you get it's crazy. Z- 0% financing for five years. We were like, Eric, why do you guys do this 
It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, he said, we've already had some GoBirds people Shout reach out. out and do it. So, and he brought up an interesting point that like when it comes to Windows, you don't think you need them until uh-huh. all of a sudden you need them right away. Exactly right. So this is what I would say to GoBirds people. Just remember the name, yep. right? Like if you, if one day you go to lift your window up and it cracks or if you're like, wow, it's so sunny out. I or want, like I want me, more breeze. You, you look on your, yes. your ledge of your window and there's water pooled there and you're like, well, that's not good. I would never I know emotionally. That's not good. <laughs> I would never emotionally recover. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. But with having Window Nation, again, it's just the security of knowing if something breaks, you have somebody you can call. So how do you get in touch with them? You call 866-90-NATION. That's 866-90-NATION. You go online to windownation.com. And again, zero interest for five years, 0% financing for five years. And as always, tell them go, Birds. I love the way you looked in the camera for that. So you tell listening they, to the tell pod. Tell them we sent you. L- listening to the pod couldn't see that. But yeah. but if you're watching, another reason the reason to watch YouTube, Elliot did a uh, like a pivot, a yeah. turn, a look right at the camera. A little fun thing. Pointed right tell in. Tell them we it sent It was yeah. a fun thing. It was Okay. Fun. All right. Here's my offensive line tape. Please. Yes. And then your players you don't want. Yes. Well, this is why I don't want Peter Skaronsky. And, and here's well, why. we know. Scalari. Right. Scalari, correct. Got it. I, while I, I understand that an offensive lineman could end up playing a very important role this season. Like if Lane Johnson, God forbid, knock on wood, tears his ACL in camp, or Jordan Day, or Jordan Mailata does, right? Then all of a sudden he becomes critically important. So I understand the logic. But don't get it twisted. If they draft an offensive lineman at 10 or wherever, they are drafting a backup. They are drafting a backup. That well, or the, or I mean, the Cam Jurgens pick is basically yeah. Yeah. Is basically Either way, gone. you drafted a backup one of the last two years. Correct. In the first it, with a high-level pick, right? So... While I get it and I understand it, like Skronsky doesn't check enough physical boxes for me. I don't think he has. To me, he screams like he would come here and just be a career backup. I don't like once Kelsey retires, I guess you move him to guard and he'd be a fine guard. And I get the logic there. But ultimately, I think we've overthought and overvalued the idea of taking offensive linemen at 10. This team has a really, really good offensive line. You can acquire backup offensive linemen. They have two great tackles, two tackles that are maybe one of the best duos in the league. They have two, a guard duo, if Cam Jurgens can be what they think, that's very good. They have the best center in the league. There are other needs on the roster, right? Running back, massive need. Pass rush, a need, a need because you shuffle those guys in and out more. Defensive tackle, more of a need. I get the logic philosophically of offensive line. They do not need offensive line help. So I, I have come around pretty strongly on that. Like, I used to get it, but now I'm pretty firmly in the camp of Paris Johnson's an elite athlete. If you want to do it, I wouldn't like it, but I would talk myself into it. I am flat out against Skronsky, the player and the logic. Yeah, I'm not against offensive line. I said it before. Again, I won't be excited about it. I won't be like, A+, plus, but like I'll get it. And it's what they do, and I will respect it. As mm. but but I'm out on Skaronsky. I'm with you in the sense, mm. and I've said many times, like if I'm drafting a guy this high, like I'm taking the most talented dude, the guy who has the highest ceiling. I have the best offensive line coach we've ever seen, certainly the best in this city, maybe one of the best in the history of the sport, an all-time great offensive line coach. Like I'm not taking the technician guy who's undersized. I like, agree. That's just it makes no sense to me. So I and again, I don't want them to take an offensive lineman at ten, but if they take Paris Johnson, I'll be like, you know what? I get it. I understand it. I'm not going to kill you for it. I'm not going to laud you for it. But I'm going to say, all right, let's move on to the next mm-hmm. one. I will understand it. Skaronsky, I'm out. I Completely out. So the other two players, I don't want them to take. Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon. So, okay. So let's let's battle about this. Because okay. I, I get your philosophy, but like, I mean, especially it seems like Witherspoon, is this guy's going to be a stud cornerback. Like, why wouldn't you want that? I get because, that. I mean, Darius Slay's 32, buddy. But Darius Slay... First of all, had, and a, had a rough had, second half of the season last so year. So I just, that's where I guess maybe our disagreement or a, is. at least a mediocre He second. maybe wasn't a top five. He wasn't great right. the second but, half. But the games where he struggled, for what it's worth, like the whole defense struggled. It wasn't as if there were games where he was getting lit up consistently one-on-one sure. and the rest. He's 32. He's going to be 33 yeah. by the time but, of the season. But, but he in, is in under season. contract for the next two years. And I know that's maybe a short-sighted way to look at it, but Bradbury yeah, you, and Slay. You yourself have said that money doesn't matter, contracts don't matter. Yeah, and look, they could cut him after this year. I'm not saying that's not a possibility, but I believe their plan is to have him play the next two years, right? So if Bradbury and Slay both turn in good years next year, where is Christian Gonzalez or Devin Witherspoon going? You don't want to move either of them well, inside to I the mean, slot. A lot of teams have more than three wide receivers on the field. Yeah, but Avante cert- Maddox is a big, great nickel corner. More than three wide receivers on the field, a certain portion of plays. Like, there's going to be a, a lot of, right. you know, you're going to need corners. I mean, there are a lot of teams that run dime all the time, you know? It just feels, again, like like we're you're drafting a backup. 
I just I can't get down Freaking with the idea like, of ten of not having a clear role on the team, like a clear like this is where this player is going to start, or if he if he's not ready week one because he's developing, this is his long term plan here. And by long term at number ten, I mean like week three or four. You can't draft somebody at ten that potentially is not starting for you for two years. I mean, you you could. I I, I agree. Look, I think I think they have to. Look, it's the whole best player versus prioritizing yeah. the now versus the future and all that, and I get it. But like, I don't need—I don't want them drafting based on need only. Like, I don't say like, "Oh, we need a, this spot, so we're going to draft this guy." Like, that's bad. That's bad process. I, and I don't you know disa- that's bad. I, yeah, and I don't disagree with that. But there's a difference between that I mean, and the there is no way for him on the field all, people, other than injury. People get hurt. I mean, all right, the but time. That, I think that's a flaw. And then on top of that, I mean, you do have to think about the future with this team. You have to think about like we've talked about a team that is. Almost definitely, unless Howie works magic, not going to be drafting this high consistently. And cornerback is one of those positions where the best players are usually first round picks. Like the the generally speaking, so the the Jalen Ramsey's, the Patrick's or Tans, this and that. Like the best players in the league, Sauce Gardner, like Darrell Reeves back. Like generally, it is a position where the first rounders hit more than the later rounders compared to other positions where you can find a lot of guys in a lot of spots. It seems like, and this is anecdotal, but it seems like cornerback is a position where you get those elite guys like. It it matters to right. draft them high. So, so my, my counter to and this applies to offensive line, but also since we're talking corners, like think about all right when people excuse me when people bring up Bijan right excuse me um they often say well financially it doesn't make sense because he's a running back and you're you know he's already making X amount of money when you draft him and then on his second deal whatever blah blah right think about this if they draft Paris Johnson Skaronsky Witherspoon Gonzalez and they don't play much this year right and then the players that they're behind all have really good years right so who like you figure it out there but each year th- these players you're picking at 10 aren't playing big snaps you're wasting the value of getting someone that contributes at 10 at a discounted rate right like Paris Johnson if he turns into a, a very good like high level quality tackle he's a discount at the 10th pick because he's making way less than what they make on the open market if Witherspoon or I get it I'm just saying these, if these guys are sitting Look, you're I wasting w- valuable time I, I, I understand I understand rookie contracts all the time right. and again I would prefer that they not take those positions but if they're sitting there at 10 and Devin Witherspoon is like their fifth player on their board and the next best player is the 11th best player on the board or whatever, like, you you got to trust your board. You got to take the best football players. So many things happen. You talk all the time. Like, right. five years is an eternity in football. Right. I mean, Carson Wentz was starting quarterback three years ago. It's just, like, I, I get your point. Yeah. And again, and it's not, you don't have to explain it. Like, they have a chance to win the Super Bowl this year. You can get a guy who's going to contribute immediately and mm-hmm. help you or not. I get that. But... I do still think you have to approach the draft with a process. And you can't say, all right, well, we really need this position. That guy's going to have a better career. We believe in our souls, on our board, this guy is going to have a better career than this guy. But we're going to take this guy because we need that position more. Like, that's bad process, man. Get the best football player. I I agree with most of that. But I I think that... At the same time, you have to be realistic about where these guys will be able to get on the field. Like, so I get your right, point. but again, and look, and again, if it's close, maybe it's a tiebreaker between people. If you have right. maybe Devin Witherspoon one slot ahead of Bijan, you're like, oh, Bijan's going to help us right away. Let's do that. But I, I just think you have to you have to draft the best players. Like that's how yeah. you're ultimately going to have the most success. And I, I I would I would you know if we were in a draft room and we had to make a decision, I would probably use that logic, right? But I just, again, I can't get down with the idea of drafting someone. I get it, but again, Slate can be done this year. Darius Slate, he's 30, he can be 33. Like, that's old, man. Yeah. Like, he come out and be like, oh, lost it. It's done. Doesn't have it. And then what, you're are you like, going to oh, bench him? I guess, mean, no, I'm just saying for next year, for the year after, right. the point is like, this could be the last effective. He might not be effective this year. We don't know. He is old. Like, he is old. He's on the back end of his pro career. Like, and I get, flat out. I get you plan ahead for things. You have to. <laughs> Especially again when you have a chance to get an elite talent that high in the draft, you're probably not going to have a chance. Yeah, and it depends on, of course, evaluation. Like I'm not like I loved Sauce Gardner. If If it was Sauce Gardner, Patrick Sertain, we're talking about. Devin Witherspoon's the third best player. Well, then if they think that, that's that's my point. Is what I'm saying though. That could be a situation that presents itself. Right. I and part of this is my opinion. I am not on higher the. As high right, on these corners. It's based on your opinion, but Correct. I'm saying they. And I again, it all depends on what their opinion is. I'm just saying, like, I get your point, and I don't disagree that ultimately I would like someone who's going to contribute this year, especially because flags fly forever. Go in the freaking Super Bowl. You have the the whole. Like, but to me, it's not as much about that. It's part of it. It's just 
when when they drafted Jordan Davis, there was an obvious role he was going to I have. Get, right? I get what you're saying. No, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, you can't not take your third best player on your board for your 11th or 10th right. best player because he plays cornerback. Like, I, that, and that's I get all that. I'm saying. I get that. What if Luke Vanessa is their third best player? Then, then they should take him. Okay. I won't be excited about right. it. I'm and just saying they should, with the corners. They that's should what I'm be saying. doing what they're. I mean, Luke Van Ness fills a need at least. Like, it, it, but yeah, either he way, would, yeah. Either he way, my point is like, I exactly. My point is like, I can't. I need them to take who they think is the best player on the like the best player, especially if it's a like again, if it's close, sure, take the guy who's going to play more. But if it's not, like, if you think Devin Witherspoon's a way better football player and going to have a way better career, more important, impactful career than than whoever Bijan, yeah. like you have to do it. It just kills me to think that. Their tenth pick will be sitting on the bench. I get just it. Throwing that, I get at, it. You know, I get it. I get it. It just kills me to think. I that. get it. I get um, it. All right. Another player I wouldn't be thrilled with. I would understand, but to me, Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Oh, you were in on him before. I'm not. You're out I, I'm not like. I don't think I was in on him. I was mostly just saying. You were saying he's a guy you could yeah. see. He seems a little blah to me. A little generic, like just generic. I don't know what's special about him. Now, his sack production is pretty good. I think he had like seven and a half sacks uh, each of the last few years. Maybe six and a half one year. Good athlete, not like super long, but yeah, I don't know. For some reason, he feels a bit of a boring pick. I get that. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't seem excited. It seems like he's going later in the mocks. Not that right. it really matters, but you know. Well, that's the other thing too. That I think from these Peter King and Albert Breer mocks, and like it does seem that the guy I used to think uh, the defensive tackle out of Pittsburgh was a possibility at ten. It seems now he's much more of a thirtieth. Oh pick yeah, option. I mean, he didn't got any visits, which was crazy, right, which is crazy. Well, uh, you said something on the morning show, and you should say it again here because I thought oh, it was yeah, really impactful. Bad. But it does seem like this is uh, very I chaos mean, to, to right me. Now. This is the most unpredictable draft I've ever covered. I mean, Just, that's saying I, you know, something. I think Bryce Young goes one, but outside of that, there could be four players that go number two. Yeah, there could, when you look at the tenth pick for the Eagles. How many players have we discussed here? So many. 12? So many. And then this is, in fact, we haven't even gotten to the 30th pick, really, right? Or, or the second it. or yeah. the third. Or, or Jameer Gibbs or right, Brian exactly. Branch. I think those are the only two names I've or, heard at 30. Or even Jameer if they, Gibbs and Brian, both if they move back to 14. Just so I, I think, and it, and it comes from this core belief of mine, I think it's pretty well like uh, agreed with, that it's not a super strong draft. It just is a draft that maybe is deep with a lot of, you know, seven out of tens, but there's not a lot of ten out of tens. So why isn't why aren't we talking about how he trading back to twenty and picking up a first next year? He could, but you have to have someone that wants to trade up. Of course. And this is where I think course. Anthony Richardson would. Well, that's the core, especially with Tennessee right behind you. I think everyone right. thinks Tennessee's gonna take a quarterback. He was pretty yeah, well jump, or if Stroud falls. Yeah, or if Stroud falls. I think it's I look, I think trade back is as likely as anything. On, on tomorrow night. Thursday. I don't know. I go back and forth on that because again, what are you getting? You know, if, if a first next year, or if something. it's a first, yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think if they are sitting at ten in a team that's at eighteen, nineteen, like where's Washington? Washington is eighteen, I think. Somewhere 16. in there, yeah. No, I think it's I think it's 16. seventeen or eighteen somewhere in there. So if Washington calls you, they're sixteen and they'll give you a first to jump up. Then I think you probably do that. Right. And honestly, at sixteen, I might just take Gibbs, but that's probably a discussion for another day. Wow, buddy. well, not many more days. Yeah, I'm uh, in on Gibbs. I get. I know I, a lot I, of Bijan's my guy, but if if we're doing a post first round pod and they end up with Gibbs, I think that is also a home run pick. I love Gibbs. Yeah, I, I just think it's hilarious how now you just wherever they pick you, I'm taking running back. Well, they need it. It's a Mr. massive need. Elliot Short Park. Let me let me ask you this: Is the, drafting running back in the first round guy? Do Do you think the perception they won't take a running back early is wrong? Yeah. Uh, no. Yes and no. Like I, I really do not think they're going to take a running back early. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's wrong. Like I, I really don't. Like I, re- I think if they say a ten, I think they're. I do not think they're drafting Bijan. I don't. I okay. don't believe it. I know you do. I don't. Like I mm-hmm. don't see it. I don't believe it. I think thirty. Sure. I look. I think that. What do you I, think of the McCaffrey at fourteen thing, though? I, I think McCaffrey was a special player, and it was a. Uh, and again, I don't know that I don't know that that's definitely true. Like we've mm-hmm. heard that they were interested in him, that they might have taken him, all that. Uh, look, I think they would. I think Howie would do anything if it's the right thing to do. I just I don't think that they think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. So what's interesting to me is, and this will be the quick running back thing, and I realize we've not done Patricia. Oh my god! And or the, I was going to talk about the Hurts thing too. There's not much to say about. No, nah, there's not much about Hurts, but. Right. So, real, lasting on the ring back, then we'll, we'll, we should, we'll do Patricia. Like, yeah, but yeah, I mean, be honestly, Patricia, it should be yeah. hard. We're, we're, we're going to Actually, it'll go pretty minutes. quickly. But yeah. um, there's a perception, I think, that the Eagles believe you can find running backs anywhere and they don't value them. But if you look at the recent history, 
Second round pick is a high-level draft pick. They use one on Miles Sanders. They would have drafted Dalvin Cook in the second round. They would have traded, they would have taken Christian McCaffrey at 14. So while I agree in free agency, this is not a team that values the running back, I think in the draft, they have not really shown you that they believe that you can just get running backs late in the draft. Like their actions or, you know, reported actions that we believe to be true have shown that they agree that if you're looking for a special running back, they're willing to use a top two, top, you know, first or second round pick. And I that is a high level pick. Sure. Right. Again, I just don't see it. I, I get know. your point. It could I, not happen for sure, but I, I don't. If it doesn't happen, that doesn't mean they wouldn't have. De- Look, if they pass on Bijan at ten, clearly, right? But I'm just saying, you know, I think that this idea that they would never do it is wrong because they would have taken Christian McCaffrey. They tried to take Dalvin Cook. We, they we, did. Yeah, we. we I know it's could have, would have, should have. But I'm just saying, this idea is wrong in my opinion. Well, until they do it, it's not wrong. Okay. Right. Factually, well, it's like if you continually try to do something and you never accomplish it, it doesn't mean you wouldn't do it. You don't know for sure they were going to take McCaffrey. Well, look for what it's worth. I mean, look, Albert Breer is reporting it, and I think we would we would trust Albert Breer. Like, there's been a lot of you know Zach Berman, the Athletic, I believe, Uh has said this, or you know, he said they were interested. Did they say they were definitely going to take McCaffrey? Was he said Albert Breer said they were going to take McCaffrey? That's well phrased. Just putting that out there. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I just don't see it. I know you do. Okay, we'll find I mean, out. Look, I, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I just I can't see it. All right, Matt Patricia. All right, well, no, quickly. Money is nice. Championships are better. It's a great line. The greatest line in the history of Philadelphia sports. I love this guy. It's a great. We're line. so lucky. All right, uh, Matt Patricia. He has an ability to take things that a lot of athletes say and just say them better. Because hey, a lot of athletes do say, you know, it's not about money; it's about yeah, winning. He's the best. He, he just has an ability to do it in a way. That it's perfect for like Instagram quotes. Yeah. Oh, he's the king of it. I just need a T-shirt. We're all set. Right, it's great. All right, Patricia. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, okay. It's just such a disaster, and 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 and, and people can okay. People can explain it. Well, he's not going to be around the players, uh-huh. and we don't even know what his role is going to be, and he's not, you know, in the meeting. Blah blah blah. blah. First of all, you never hire a coach where the top talking point is, well, he's not even going to talk to the players. Like, that's not a great sign. And I do think Nick Sirianni deserves some benefit of the doubt. Oh, yeah. If, if yeah. he has talked to Patricia and he has talked to Slay. Of course he has. I know he, I know he has. He said, he said he has. Yeah. And they said it's going to be okay. To a certain extent, I think he deserves a benefit of the doubt. But here's the deal. It's easy for them to say it now when Slay is already here under contract and Patricia needs the job, right? Here's what I know. The seasons after Super Bowls are really, really hard. Whether you win it, whether you lose it, whatever. If if the season after is always difficult, right? And this next year is going to be so much, so much of their success is going to be dictated off of how they handle last year and how the locker room mood is and how the stat, like all those things. And you cannot tell me that in a year that could feature some adversity, right? Like they had no adversity last year and to, you know, mostly no adversity. A year that could feature adversity, you're now putting someone in the locker room or in the building, right, that has had issues with players throughout his career. And so ultimately— As a head coach. Well, there was a lot of— problems as defensive coordinator, as an offensive coordinator. He said problems as an offensive coordinator— and as a head coach, okay. two roles he is not here. He's okay. a senior defensive assistant. So, I, all right, first of all, I don't think it matters when what is his a, role when is. When has a senior assistant of any kind ever mattered in any football season? Like, okay. when has that changed the fortunes of but, a team? But, but the difference is, when's, can you tell me the last time they, they hired somebody that we knew did not get along with the captain of the team? Again, I don't think they do it unless Darius Slee's fine but with it. But my thing is, he can say whatever he wants now. The point is, if they fall to one and two, or if the defense is Bro, struggling, they have a new. Yeah, he's okay. a senior defensive assistant. He's going to be like in the, the building. most low level hiring in terms. Again, you trust Nick Sirianni, right? Right. You trust Jeffrey Lurie? Yeah. You trust but, the Eagles? Yes, I do. How, but, hold up. Hold yes, up. Yes. How many times can you come on this podcast for the last three years and yes. say the Eagles are going to be fine because they're a great organization? They're going to figure it out. This will work out because they're a great organization. Great organization. Yep. They know 100%. what they're doing. I trust Nick. I trust. How can you say all that because, and not trust them? Because here? I think they're wrong. Here. But again, I think they're but wrong. It's here. a senior defensive assistant, yes, but the title who walks in the building right. with more Super Bowl rings on his finger than anyone else in the building. Right. Okay, like you're hiring someone who has real history in the league, has had real experiences of what you're trying to do, yep. and who our coach, who you trust implicitly, or at least close to implicitly, thinks can help the team. Yes. Now, Go he, ahead. Okay, so again, I what I, I agree with you that Sirianni deserves some credit. I mean, some 
benefit of the doubt for this. But at the end of the day, if you look at Patricia, and so you're like overlooking the fact that when he was a head coach, but also there was articles written last year that him and Mac Jones didn't get along. Again, as an offensive coordinator. But the title doesn't matter. The point is— Of course it does. If you're miscast, you're going to be worse at your job. The point I'm making is this person, Matt Patricia, has had problems with multiple players over his last two jobs. That's the only—right? That's Whatever his title was. Defense coordinator, head coach—not defense coordinator, sorry. Head coach, offensive coordinator— pass game, whatever his title was in New England. He has had issues with players, and I think that's the problem or the misconception out there. It's not just Darius uh, Darius Slay, which, by the way, really matters. Darius Slay is a huge part of that locker room. His mood dictates, to a certain degree, that locker room, right? If he's you know feeling really good, whatever. But he is a captain for a reason, and they can say whatever they want now, but do you honestly believe that deep down, if things get ugly, it's like the finger pointing won't begin at Patricia? Of course I do. I don't think Matt Patricia is going to have anything to do with anything. He's a senior defensive then assistant. Him? Then why because hire Because he's, go- he's going to help Nick or whatever. He'll be like so he'll the- be in Nick the said. He's like a head coach. He's right. a former head coach. He's bouncing off. Like maybe I don't even know what the deal is with what he's going to do. I just don't get My why. My point is it's such a... Lo- because Nick thinks it can help the team. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. Like the, Otherwise, just, Nick's not bringing him in just to like throw him a bone. Like, but, but, you can't, him in because but you can't say on said one this hand. This guy was the defensive coordinator of three Super Bowl right. champion teams. He worked with the greatest defensive mind in the history of the sport, certainly in the last 30 years, whatever you want to say. Like He learned at the feet of that guy. Like How is that not a perspective that can bring value to him? Because you can't say on one hand, it's a, who cares what the title is. Like, well, he's not, you know, whatever. And then also speak about all the positives. Like, well, you either, asked either me the, why either they the, hired him. Right, I'm saying, right. On the whole, my whole take about it is, who cares? It doesn't matter he's a senior defensive assistant, but if you ask me why they hired him, I'm going to tell you why I think they hired right. him. So, first of all, I think his resume is vastly overrated, number one, because he has not had success since those early Super Bowls in New England, and whatever you could say about him, like, I don't think any... Early? It wasn't that long ago. I mean, he won, like, five years ago? Like, six, five to ten? It wasn't, like, that long ago. But I'm saying ago, since like, those Super Bowls, when's the last year? Early Super Bowls were 20 years ago. Yeah. It was 2017, right? So he hasn't been there, I don't believe... Was it 18, 19, 20, 21, 22? I don't know his exact. Okay. I know he won three but Super the, the point I'm making is it's not like he's has a ton of recent success for what it's worth. Also, and I give Bo Wolf of the Athletic credit for this, he put out, it was like Twitter, it was an article, I forget. If you look at where Matt Patricia's defenses have ranked on DVOA, they've all, like, he has not had a top 10 unit in a really long time. So, A, I think he's an overrated coach. But also, to your point about Sirianni, Sirianni can't preach, like, culture, family, all these things, and then bring somebody in that has a very obvious and clear issue with one of the players. Like, point blank period. Like, we cannot, we can say... Again, but you, they talk to Slay. Like, if you, if I'm sure if they went to Slay, like, how do we know? It's just a, it's a public issue. Like, Slay ripped him with his former coach, all that. Like, you, Darius Slay's an adult. Like, you don't think people can can move on from things? Just, I don't think Darius Slay thinks Matt this, Patricia is, is, is number one enemy in life. Like, no, I'm he's not a saying number one enemy like, in life. Like, how do you but, know that they, they can't... But, like you're making it seem like they can't work together. How do you know that? Like they wouldn't have brought him in if they didn't think. Well, the last time they worked together, it didn't go well for what it's well, worth. There was a horrible I'm team, a horrible say, but situation. It was a lot, but he's. But the point I'm making is he was to blame for that culture, right? And I know he's not head coach, so he's not setting the culture here. But I just think when you consider a, I don't think he's a good coach. B, we both agree the title itself and the job not super important, right? And it's like when the season is already going to be so difficult, why put any more potential issues in there than you have? I don't, I don't have think to? there are more. To, I, you, they've. Literally, they, they. I just don't think they're potential issues. He's a senior defensive assistant who Nick thinks can help him, who thinks he can bring a perspective right. that is valuable to the football team. That's why they brought him in. I just don't think that, like, again, I don't think they would have hired him if Darius Slay said, I can't work with that man. Like, I can't have that man around. Like, I don't think they would have hired but what's him. Dar- Look, it, and I like Darius Slay. I'm not saying he, like, probably lied. I'm just saying, what, what's he really going to say? You think Darius Slay's not going to be no, honest? No, I'm saying, what do you think? Darius he- Slay says whatever he thinks in any situation right. always. He needs to shut up sometimes. Right. I just, I. I think Darius Slay was honest and told I, him exactly what he felt. I think that, again, I, I just think this is one of those things where people hear the name Matt Patricia, oh my God, what are we doing? Blah! For, reas- for good reason, rea- though. When for good reason. Reality, he's earned that it, reputation. Reality, but he's earned that reputation. He's going to be a senior defensive assistant. And if you trust this organization, if you trust Nick, if you trust Jeffrey, like you have, well, like I don't know how you can't trust them to hire a senior defensive because assistant. Because, first a of all, senior defensive first assistant. of all, while I agree we both trust, yes. Assistant. 
The, the title doesn't matter. Of course it matters. No, he's in the building. The issue is he is in the building, right? He could be an interim, like a, an intern head coach or like a, a Nick's interim. assistant or whatever, right? Like the, the, the job title does not matter. The of course point, it matters. The point is he is now on the matters. defensive coaching staff, right? And when you have a, a new defensive coordinator, when you're already going into a season that could have some issues, we both agree the talent, like I think they have enough talent on defense, but – I would say generally people feel the talent's not as good. There's a chance the defense takes a step back. It feels like this is a very easy finger-pointing thing where, where Darius can be in the locker room and being like, yeah, I told you this guy sucks or whatever. Like He can say where he wants now. Patricia has had problems with players each of the last two stops of his career. It wasn't just Darius Slay in Detroit. Lots of players didn't like him. In New England, there was reports that him and Mac Jones didn't get along. This person does not seem like somebody that players get along with. So ultimately, I don't want somebody in my building that has shown they can't get along with players. Now, to your thing about trusting Nick. Nick Sirianni, he wants someone like that, right? And yeah, look, Nick's like, like a said, culture guy. Let me yes, bring in someone who's going to cause problems. I, like, yes. Do you trust him or not? I, I do do you trust, trust him, the Eagles to make this trust him, just Do you we trust him to hire yes. a senior defensive assistant or not? Like, I think they made a mistake here. That's all I can I say. disagree. But, but that doesn't look. We can trust them, but also saying I think you're, this is a mistake here, right? Like I think they know how to build culture. Right, I, but we can it. we can make mistakes. Like oh, that's a mistake to to bring that offensive lineman. Or we're talking about like the well, but the, the same thing. Guy Do we agree? How he's a great general like manager. Sixtieth guy on the org chart. Like but it doesn't but matter. No, but it matters because look, like let's say. I don't know. Like, so he's if, way overqualified to be a senior defensive. Well, obviously not because it's the job he got. So, so it's well, not like he was. He is. His resume is overqualified. Do so you think to he be had it. better job offers out no, there and turned I'm, him down? I, I don't know. My point is more just that, like, from a resume perspective, if you look at all the senior defensive assistants in right. football, he's probably got one of the better resumes in them. It's just been a disaster for him everywhere he's been since he left. We're not going to agree on this. So I'm, but again, on. again, the, you know, we're not going to agree. The last. Let me just recap doesn't get along well with players, and was a disaster his last two stops. And that's the guy you're going to hire? Okay, I, just, let me, I don't let think me the just juice recap. is worth it's the It's a squeeze. senior defensive assistant, and and Nick thinks he can bring value to yeah. the team. I'm going to trust Nick in this. Okay. I, I I predict at one point this season we will be— I predict that we will not hear Matt Patricia's name more than like two times this season. That's what I predict. And I think if we hear it twice, it'll be big stories. I don't. You don't, I don't. You don't think if the defense struggles— I think no. Matt Patricia will have like will not be a story this season. I okay. think it, he will not matter. That's what I think. That's my prediction. It just it. That's I my just, prediction. I think it he just will not feels matter. like such a disaster. I, I think you're overreacting. It just, to, uh, you're, it's, you're overreacting. It's to like the, when the you know most again, meaningless thing that happened this whole. But off the season. title doesn't matter. It's the least important move that the Eagles made this offseason is the hiring of Matt Patricia. Of all the things they did, they brought an offensive core. They brought a new defensive staff. They freaking made but, moves on the field. All this stuff. Right. Every single one of those was the more moves important on the than field, the, I agree. Every but, single one was more important than Matt Patricia. Every single yeah, one. I, I think, there I like think, 50 first moves of all, made this I can't believe how much you're important. defending Matt Patricia, number no, one. No, I'm defending, I'm just saying like, that's the point, is that people hear Matt Patricia and freak out. I'm saying it's so unimportant. But it is, again, the 50th most important thing that happened this offseason. And you're making out like, oh, God, because how did they win with Matt Patricia? I don't know. Three the teams won three Super Bowls with look, Matt if Patricia you in a it, way more important role. If, so your argument, if your argument is Nick thinks he can help the team, I think and, that's and a good counter argument. Nick thinks he can I think help that's a good the team, and right? it's a very meaningless, tiny little role. But, but where I think you're getting it wrong or where I disagree is I think you are – focusing too much on the job title and not on the fact that he is going to be in the building every day working with the defense. Regardless of what his title is, he will be in the building every day, presumably, working with the defense. Ooh, how do you know he's not working with Nick or straight to Sean okay. side? We don't know what he's doing. We have no idea what this guy is. He's a senior defensive assistant. He might not be in the building every day. Like That's like a BS rule. It, it just... Like, it's such an easy yeah, finger-pointing thing if things go I wrong. Think it's just and in a year see where Matt things Patricia, and they're like, "Oh God," and it's like but he's it's, not important because it's. But the reputation of that reaction has been earned. It's like if they hired Joe sure, Judge, we would again, sit here and go, it, "Oh again, my God!" I, it, they're not hiring to be a defensive coordinator. They weren't originally was linebackers coach. They're not even doing that. Well, they he's clearly not, won him. Like they clearly. He's not even part yeah. of the like defensive coaching staff. He's like a senior defensive assistant. Look, just I hope get that this is. It. I hope that this is some favor they're doing to somebody. He's going to zoom in every once in a while. He's not. That's, I'm sure it's something along those lines. It is not going to impact this. This is just, season. I can't believe they did it. it will I just not, cannot believe they did it. It will not. And the fact that this is so And then the, via, the fiasco at the Let's press conference. Like, I'm, I'm never going to agree with you. I, think, I, know. I honestly think it's asinine that you're this upset about it. I know a lot of people are. And I think you're all crazy to care about this this much. That's what I think. Yeah. All right. All right. We will shall see. <laughs> I, I feel pretty confident about my prediction. He won't matter.
We shall see. Like Zoe says, I don't matter. When she's trying to say it doesn't matter, she goes, I don't matter. I don't matter. Well, she <laughs> does like, matter. I know. Whatever her title is. She's like, I don't matter. And it's yeah. like, no, well. I hope we never say his name again. We might I not. I would be very surprised I mean, if I that's think there's the a case. better chance we never say his name than say it five times. I'll be curious to see what Darius Slay says when he's asked about it. I, I, he will be. And I'll bet you. Because to your I'll point, Darius Slay is certainly up. somebody. He's a, he's a grown man. People didn't feel that way when he was job. talking about Gannon and he was taking shots at Gannon or whatever. Remember when he had the thing saying, uh, or vice versa. Well, when Matt Patricia is a much better defensive coordinator than oh, okay. Gannon. Okay, never mind. Let's yeah, just How many Super Bowls did John Gannon yeah. win? Well, it's easy when Belichick is carrying. Yeah. Just Super Bowl rings. Just saying. All right. Final thoughts. Yes. All right, you want to go first? I have one. Uh, I, I do have one. So I just have some Zoe stuff. It's okay. been ridiculous lately. So let me see if I can find it quickly because I did write this one down. Okay, so have you been following this trend? It's not even really a trend. It's like a new piece of technology um, where they can take like artificial intelligence can make songs. Oh, yeah. Of, like, so they're, they're oh, like yeah. a Drake, all this stuff. There's like a Drake song and a weekend all that song. Stuff. Yeah, you know, all right? That stuff. Yeah. So from my understanding of how it works, and correct me if I'm wrong, you basically type in a computer like, make a Drake song and they auto generate like the lyrics, the beat, the voice and all that. Right. So I think what artificial intelligence in a way, and I'm just speaking musically right now, to be clear, I think it could end up really like exposing biases we have in the way that like, I think if the artificial intelligence song made a song under a different name and the voice was different, but the song sounded exactly the same, we wouldn't give it as much of a shot, but just because it's Drake's voice, there's been so many of these I've heard and I'm like, wow, this is a great song. I can't believe they made this. But if it was some other artist or whatever, I don't think we'd give it as much of a chance. So I think what the artificial intelligence is showing is what we really like the most about a song is just we're familiar with the voice. Because ultimately what, what, the, what it's showing is that they can make the songs. Like Drake didn't make this, this artist. Is, uh, Do you see what I'm saying? Like I, I know what you're saying, but it's it's very flawed and, and well, like it's probably I mean, like, is flawed but I mean, what, a lot of people just listen to music and choose what they like it doesn't like oh i'm gonna but then yes there are people who are like i like drake so because i like drake i will be more likely to listen to this song and like it because drake is singing it right quote unquote. or yeah you give it more of a chance yeah, i don't it, yeah of course i mean yeah. people listen to what they like but, but i get like what i'm saying is th these computers these computers are making songs that sound exactly like the music these artists are making well yeah it is it's it, crazy it, it is yeah yeah i know it just to me, it's yes, it feels like they, it's exposing it sounds like Drake, so they're gonna like it. It's they exposing like that to an extent. And I guess this is probably I don't true in really a lot of ways. Understand this one. Well, what I'm saying is like when when I hear music, and maybe there isn't really a point here, but <laughs> when I hear music, and I like I could hear the exact same song, one with someone else singing it, one with Drake singing it, and I might not give the one without Drake as much of a chance. And I think what artificial intelligence is showing that. The most important part is just the voice and the name, as opposed to the actual yeah, words, music, huge, and lyrics. For, I, no. Do you see what I'm saying, though? In, no, in a way, I would. I would not be that way. Like if I heard Drake and then someone else, if, or someone I like sing a song and then the same song with someone else, I'd be like, oh, and listen to two versions and have no bias towards it. Like mm. there are many people I like where I'm like, oh, that per like I love Bob Dylan. You know what? There are so many versions of Bob Dylan songs that are way better than his versions of them. There True. just are. True. You know, I'll just be interested to see. You know. Like where this goes with it. Well, yeah, the AI thing is there's a lot. It, it of, sounds just like the. It well, yeah, sounds I mean, just I think like it's a, there's a lot more scary angles on it. Yes, I'm of, speaking just musically. Like, yeah, I, even yeah, musically. I mean, of, like the the idea of uh, yeah, I mean, is this going to start? Um, you yeah, know, people doing like political videos of well, all kinds of. I mean, deep. There's a lot. Right. Of stuff right. Um, all right. I didn't really. I'm not with you on that one. But I, I mean, it wasn't a full thought. It was just a thought I had when I heard the Drake song. It was just crazy to me how much. The just day, because a computer made the Drake voice, how much I was willing to give that song a chance right. versus how much harder it probably is for artists coming up. I don't know. Whatever. I get your point. Probably not a great thought I understand thought there, what you're saying. Yes. People are going to listen to what they know more than try new stuff. I yes. That's really what it comes down to. Yes. All right. A um, couple Zoe quotes for you. Or moments. I feel like I haven't done a Zoe one in a little while. Oh, by the way, Zoe has started, uh, and, and she's done this for a while, but I never really picked up on it. But like every once in a while, she'll drop into the third person. And she'll go like, oh, Zoe likes that. Like, what? <laughs> what? what do you mean, Zoe? I'll go back George and forth Costanza? on the third person. She'll be like, oh, Zoe's hungry. And I'm like, is she? Why don't you just say you're hungry? It's very strange. I go back and forth. On one hand, I think the third person at times can sound cool and I like it. On the other hand, I think there's certain moments. It's and not Zoe, but it comes, yeah, yeah. yeah. For her, it's just out of nowhere. It's very funny. Uh, two quotes for you. Uh, one, and, you know, sometimes... I'd say words like asshole in front of Zoe, and I yes. probably shouldn't, but it happens. Driving along, a girl on a bike, uh, like, so we get a green light, 
and she just turns left, like, and just goes right in front of us. Like, I'm, it's like a green light. It's not just turn green. Like, it's been green. Yes. It's like, I almost hit her. Like, so I'm like, you asshole, is what I said. Right? So it Sorry, I was looking at something real quick. You said a bike did this? A bike. Okay, because uh, it's so funny. This morning I was driving and bikes were annoying me oh, to know dude, some day, I feel like some days are extra bad. Right. So I'm like, you asshole. And Zoe goes, oh, who is an asshole? And I was like, yeah, the, the person who cut mm. in front of us was an asshole. And she goes, why was he an asshole? And I go, it was actually a she. And she goes, it was a girl? I love girls. <laughs> so that was I love funny. that you weren't, it doesn't seem, at least in this story, you weren't like, well, maybe you don't say that word. <laughs> no, I don't like, that. That's fine. I mean, let me tell you, she, yeah. Well, it is a top curse it's word. It's not the first time. I've, she's definitely dropped some curse words that I've said before. And I'm like, maybe don't we should it. have her on for the curse. But you know what? The curse I'll prod. just say it. You're, I was going to like, you know, you're muscle one, two, three, whatever. Uh, she said one time, she's like, I want to go to, uh, what, no, she goes, when are we going to Hawaii? Now, I want to. She goes, when are we going to Hawaii? Right. She says. I'm like, I don't know. Would you want to go? And she's like, yeah. She's like, oh, okay, we can go. She's like, we're going to Hawaii. And she goes, oh, shit, I could see a real mermaid. <laughs> well, I love <laughs> that she used that like in complete correct context, yeah, too. She Was literally it just thrown knew. in there? Like, oh, yeah. shit. She's like, That's like it. something somebody like, oh, would shit, really say. I could see a real mermaid. Like, it was just like that. It Very was exciting. hilarious. And then one more. It's also funny to think we say earmuffs so kids don't hear the curses. I know. But the we're stories talking about, my about kid cursing. Kid yeah. Cursing. And then one more. This one was really funny. Zoe comes out of the bathroom. I guess she had just gone to the bathroom wherever she's got her underwear back on. And she goes, I've got a Melvin. That's the one in the front. So I have a Melvin. Love it. That happened. <laughs> so there's your Zoe quotes today. It's just, yeah. It's just, oh shit, I Melvin's, can see a mermaid. Oh shit, I can see him. Oh shit, oh shit. If this wasn't see, a serious draft pod, I, I feel like that would be a mermaid. good title. Oh but shit, I can see a real mermaid. Unfortunately, I feel like we have to go with the <laughs> draft title. I think we go title. with SEO. Yeah, but it's a, it's a good one. All right. Um, Thank you. This is a long one. This is fun. Yeah, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Par- Bet Parks picks Bob. We'll do some yeah more draft lines stuff. for the draft, Sixer all stuff. that good stuff, some Sixer stuff. Until then, he's William James. 